Welcome to the AgroCast, the official podcast at agrogamer.com. This is episode 60, and I'm your host, Michael Camacho. And with me are my flamboyant and glamorous co-hosts, Brian Bentley and Ben Nguyen. What's going on, 60, baby? What? <laughs> I guess ben... Really? If I just, I just decided I was just going to roll over it and just let it go. <laughs> What's going hey, on? Hey, I'm surprised buddy? I didn't laugh knowing that was coming. <laughs> I was surprised too. That's that's why I was saying what? I, I was waiting for you to laugh, but I guess not. So all right, it held it together. I almost cracked once, and I was just kept kept rolling with it. Kept rolling. With it. <sighs> so how are you guys doing? Um, going fucking crazy. Snow. I want to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, the only time I've left this house is go to the grocery store and the post office. But the roads at times are pretty bad. I think I was telling you guys before we recorded. Before we were recording, that um, some of the road lanes just turn into banks of snow, so you have to quickly get over. Jeez. So I'm guessing that's why everything's still closed. And right now we're working on another 10 to 20 inches. We had two inches right before I started recording. Wow. Yeah, we got some more coming down right now, too. Yeah, yeah, so, we're, yeah we're getting some up here also. Yeah, we had where I live, we had 34 inches. Oh, God. Yeah, we were the second highest in the area. <laughs> so how many, how many inches did the first first one get? Thirty-eight. Oh my god! Yeah, over three feet. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. crazy. BWI, the official tally from BWI said twenty-eight, but I was like, bullshit. <laughs> I know better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell him. You tell him, Steve, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but um. So that was fun, shoveling everything, shoveling the car out, then hearing the plow the next morning and having to go reshovel everything, as <laughs> always. Um, so I haven't worked since last Thursday. <laughs> nice. It's now Tuesday, and I probably won't work again till Friday, maybe wow. Thursday. Um, really? It's insane. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to shut down tomorrow. I haven't called yet, but I'll find out at some point. Um they usually update around nine ten o'clock to let us know what tomorrow. You, like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. No, I'm I'm good. Oh, I'm just gonna ask. Uh, do you still get paid? I got paid for yesterday and today with snow days, but I only get two a year. Oh, the rest harsh. is gonna be leave. It's like That's forced harsh. leave, yeah. But other than that, I've been playing a lot of WoW while we's being stuck in. Talk about that in a bit. Nice, nice. Um, got in a bunch of new anime figures. <laughs> okay. If anybody saw my tweet, I got in four uh, larger figures, um, six of the smaller ones, and three of the Itasha cars. They're all K-On characters. Mm-hmm. I got lucky. All were different. I got one of Mio-chan, uh, Zeus-chan, um, and Mugi-chan. But I got no Yui. I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> Should have ordered one of three. That's right, because, I mean, you can't do your little play doll time if, uh, you know, you don't have a Yui Chan or whatever. It's Figures, called. thank you. Uh-huh. And now uh, this is actually like a car on the stand. It's like screwed on there. Uh-huh. So it's just... Um, one is a little more adult than I thought it was going to be when I got it. Only because you can take the top off, but I don't oh. mess with that. <laughs> What would necessitate you needing to take her top off? 
I don't know. I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, I'm just going to leave my figures around topless when people come over. <laughs> no. It's just like I have another one that's the same way, but I don't do that. I don't get them to be like, hey, look at those titties. They're plastic. All I'm saying is if you can take the clothes on and off, that's a doll. No, it's just the top. It's a doll. No, it's a figure. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like I can, I can go it's with the figurines for a, a little bit, but connected to a stand. The <laughs> figure. Just saying. You don't. Any. You don't play. You don't move arms. But <laughs> <laughs> you can take their. T- right. You can. Um, I won't. <laughs> I got games. For that. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, what about you, Ben? What have you been up to? Um, mostly school. Um, I'm I'm getting like all A's in my classes since um, they were giving out progress report this this past week or whatnot. Nice. So I'm pretty happy about that. Nice, you're doing your Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I had my job interview yesterday. I thought it went pretty well. Um, hopefully I'll know by tomorrow whether or not I'll be flying out to Vegas to, uh, to do their, uh, skills tests and whatnot. So, yay, you know, the trip out to Vegas. Woohoo! Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Now, do they, do they front that or do you have to? I don't know. I have to front that. Yeah. That figures. So. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. But you know, it, you know, it's a job. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a job, especially uh, I applied for Zappos. dot com, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited, really, really excited. Out there, it, it was, uh, Justin. What's up? Out there with Justin from Oh yeah, Bonkill. You mean pseudo pseudo? Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, like they were asking me questions that I already answered like uh, through their test, but they asked me again anyway. So like, on a scale from one to ten, how weird do you think you are? I'm like, Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On a scale from one to ten, how how weird do you think you are? And I answered with a seven because I'm a. I told them that I'm a, a dork, a geek, and a nerd all rolled up into one. You forgot the otaku part. Didn't want to go full ten. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I I'd be like ten. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like weird has such a negative connotation to it. I mean, like wacky, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think they said it in a negative tone, but I was okay. like, okay. But th- then they also asked me, like, if you walk into the room, what music would you have on? And I told them, told them I would like to have like one of the one of the Drunken Tiger songs that I use for wrestling. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was my theme song, it was my theme song when I uh, walked in, walked to the ring. So I told nice. him that, and, and then we got into like a, a small discussion about WWE and whatnot. So I thought it was pretty cool. Nice. So how about you, Brian? What have you been up to? I'm thinking the correct answer is really well. There would be no music playing because I just walked in the room. I'm green, you know. Like I, I'm about <laughs> saving, conserving energy. I would not have left the room with music on. Hmm. Sorry. uh, I'm a little too corporate for my own good. Um, No, I'm doing really well. Uh, Just really, really busy at work. It's insane. Um, It's really kind of my first time really, like, running a project by myself. 
I've always kind of been tag teaming it with someone. Um, and I actually just do a lot of email. It's kind of weird. But uh, we're kind of uh, experiencing a snowstorm of our own here. And, of course, you know, there's more than one inch, so the city's trying to shut down. <laughs> um, oh, I feel so bad for them. Oh, it, it's ridiculous. You should... Like, the people at work are the funniest people because they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I, I'm going to have to leave early. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, there's going to be two inches coming. I, I don't know what you're getting all riled up about, but whatever. Um, it, we actually got about five inches, I think, this time. Um, so I was able to work at home today, so that was kind of nice. That's, uh, that's really about it. Honestly, that's taking up a lot of my time. I did get a new router, like for my, uh, you know, for the house. I moved up from a uh, from uh, 802.11b to uh, n. Nice. So uh, it, it, the first the three hours I had it that I was working on it, like it actually took me three hours, and I couldn't get it to connect to any of my computers, and I was just was getting more and more upset. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stop. I'll come back to it, and I went back to it on Monday, and all of a sudden. It just worked magically by like without me doing anything. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it was the strangest thing. Well, that's about it. Cool. So, why don't we talk briefly about the Super Bowl mm. that just went down? Um, did you guys watch the whole thing? Yep, I watched first half. That's it. Yep. Oh, then you thought Indy was gonna win. <laughs> Uh, actually, I watched when um, the Saints ran a successful uh, onside kick to start off the second uh, half. I that's when I kind of knew it was it wasn't going to be too good for for the Colts. Yeah. Especially when uh, Peyton Manning was sitting on uh, on the sideline for like what forty five minutes. Yeah, it was ran bad. only ran only six plays in the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely something. It, I mean, it, it was it was really exciting all the way up to the uh, where Ma- uh, where Manning threw that interception for a touchdown. After that, you just knew it was over. Yeah, I think my problem with the whole Super Bowl it's not that it's nothing on New Orleans winning or anything. I was so tired of everybody rooting for them. They're like, oh, they're the underdog, blah blah blah. I'm like, they're what? So they're the underdog because everybody expected Indy to win. Oh, and I was okay. like. What does that matter? That's you. You're just rooting for them because of the underdog. Why do we have this mentality? Root for who you want to root for, not because you want to go for the supposedly little guy. Like CBS has been doing the whole oh my entire God. podcast. I don't know if you noticed that, Brian. Yeah, they. Uh, well, I don't really understand how they were like the number one seeds and from each conference. I don't really see how there was quote unquote an underdog. Well, the AFC is usually more dominant. I think that's what it comes down to. Just recently. Well, ever since uh, the Broncos won. I think the only year the NFC's won since then was uh, Tampa Bay. But it's just it's just kind of like, I don't know, I was getting tired of hearing them. Like, the Colts would score, and then they're still showing replays of the Saints, and I'm going, really? Can we... Please try to show replays of the team that just scored and not switch back over to the team that you guys want to win. 
<laughs> I mean, it was like they'd immediately stop talking about it after commercial, and then all you heard about was the Saints, and I was like, I'm tired of it. This is just freaking annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I was just tired of that, and everybody on Twitter who started yelling who dat, oh, like I said on Twitter, who dat was cool back in 99 when JT Money was rapping that shit. The shit's not original. I mean, you're t- eleven years too late. <laughs> Just about. I uh, I don't even listen to the Who Dad thing because we have so much Who Day here. Yeah, it's all about the Who Day. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yep. Yes, yes, it is. I mean, it just sounds ignorant. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that they um trademark that that phrase. I was like, JT Money could should sue their ass. I think that's hilarious. For the fact that he had a rap song that was called mm-hmm. that well before they did that. <laughs> I was <sighs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yes, yes it is. But, I don't know. The game was alright. The commercials were lame. Like, Hey now. Betty White Snickers commercial. No, no. I'm, awesome. Okay. Besides that one, yeah, Betty White. But Snickers. other than that, everything else was just just, just hey, like. Hey. I got a couple more. I know it not you guys don't fully agree. I like the House of Bud Light. No, I like that one. I like yeah. the Auto Tune Bud Light. It's kind of like, like I was saying before we started recording. It's like, kind of funny because it's like, okay, this should be the last thing with Auto Tune ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ever. Yes, ever. <laughs> oh, really? Ever. Um, and I like the E-Trade baby when he was pimping it out. She's like, what about that milkaholic? And she's like, milka what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she said something else at first. Oh. I was like, what she just said? <laughs> I had to rewatch it online to realize she said milka what? Because <laughs> at first I was like, wow, did she really just say that on national television? Yeah, the, the the baby was like, wait, who are you talking about? And she passed out of nowhere. The milk of what? Uh, that was funny, but... And then the one that wasn't funny that I liked was the, um... Clydesdales for Budweiser and the bull that grew up. So. The one thing about the Clydesdale ones is they're classic and they're uh, classy. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, they're always a nice change-up. I'll tell you right now, that green police made me never want to recycle ever again. I oh. didn't see that one. That was yeah. awful. I was like, yeah, this makes me want to go outside, put all my trash bags in a pile, and start burning the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Like, I was just like, this is ridiculous. There's just a lot of really bad commercials. Like, the Tim Tebow one was bad. Oh, yeah, did he tackle his mom? Is that what it was? And it wasn't even done funny. And no. the worst part is they came on right after we watched Betty White and Abe uh, go to get tackled. Which I was like, that was a lot funnier. Oh, that was so... Oh, man. That was great. <laughs> um, other than that, I can't think of any other ones that really stood out. No, because there wasn't really that many. Um, Even the Dante's Inferno trailer... Considering two weeks ago they had the epic Mass Effect 2 trailer to go to that Dante's Inferno trailer, which was just kind of like, eh, EA, you did better two weeks ago. 
Did now did the a, did they they didn't weren't able to do the real Dante's Inferno one, right? No. They they, they changed they I changed thought they just the, changed the slogan. Yeah, they just changed the slogan from like oh. from go to hell to hell's awaiting. Yeah, hell hell's await. Something like that. Lame. But um I don't know. This whole song choice and all was kind of interesting. I don't know. I just didn't really feel it. But I mean, the graphics look great. <laughs> the CG, I mean, looked great. But other than that, I was just kind of like, eh. I was like, I thought your Mass Effect 2 one was a lot better. Because that took up a whole commercial break. And it was a long like movie trailer. Oh my god, did Robin Hood look like shit to you guys or what? Yep, it did. That was alright. Let's make right. Robin Hood into a two and a half hour epic movie. Oh my fucking god, do we have to? Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> do we have to? No. Really? I mean, I was thinking in my head, like, really? Do we really need another Robin Hood movie? Don't we, though? Don't no. we? No. We should have left it at Men in Tights and that's that. They have a nice Robin Hood TV series in in uh, England right now. Let's watch that shit. You should just watch the animated one and just be done with it. No, Robin Hood Men in Tights is the only Robin Hood you need. Kevin Costner didn't. That do was one awful. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't actually acknowledge that was a movie. <laughs> no, That's what I'm saying. Robin Hood Men in Tights is the only Robin Hood movie I accept. <laughs> God. There's nothing better than <laughs> than Mel Brooks. <laughs> that is true. Very little. Well, maybe Kevin Smith and Bruce Campbell films. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I could go on. I'm not even going to start quoting because I'll sit here all night. <laughs> so, um, why don't we get into what we've been playing? Um, Brian, why don't you start us off? Yes, yes, I will. Uh, of course, I've been playing Lord of the Rings online. Uh, other than that, I've been I put a little time into playing Mag. Uh, and that was actually, uh, it's actually pretty fun. Uh, I know, Ben, you, you'll probably talk about it a little bit when we get to you, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I, Yeah, the graphics are not, you know, the best graphics I've ever seen, but I, I'm actually having a lot of fun when I'm playing. So, uh, I also for, forgot I also uh, played the Heavy Rain demo, which uh, nice. is... It blew me. It was the same one I played at CES, but it still blew me away. I, I'm just really looking forward to this game when it comes out towards the end of the month. Yeah, I need to download that. I really, I really need to play that before I make my decision on buying that game or not. I'm There's do it so right. much coming out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to be for everyone. You know, um, I totally understand that. I understand, but I just I'm just in love with with this game and just everything about it. So that's about it for me, really. I'm just busy at work, so. Cool. Yeah, I'll definitely um have to download that this week. Good. I keep forgetting about it because I haven't left my uh, computer room much. <laughs> 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 oh no yeah I've been, since I've been locked away like I said I've been playing WoW um, creeping my way up a bit I'm up to level 64 since I had that long break for, for Mass Effect 2 um, 
but I also was playing um, a hunter now and got that up to 18 and a mage up to level 8. Um, I'm using those mostly, like the hunters become the one creating my um, leather working and stuff. So I've been trying to get that skill up to make uh, stuff and make more money selling the uh, clothes. Plus I'm using the maids for alchemy. And I might make that hunter also a tailor, so... Basically, you get to do all those things with one person? Um, one person can do two different professions. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. I'll make the one that? do leatherworking and tailoring. Then the one's going to do alchemy and herb collecting. My main character is all mining and uh, skinning. Basically, to that's my money class right there. <laughs> that's the stuff that sells for large amounts on the auction house. Because there's people with so much gold, they'll just go in and buy whatever's there. They don't That's even pretty care. much. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it was... Some funny things happened recently. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of a... I was kind of a dick to a Horde player, but... After being fucked over a couple times out there in PvP world, I didn't care. Did you guy, someone? Yeah. <laughs> this guy just, um... Let this guy out of a cage to do an escort quest. And I rolled up behind him while he was fighting uh, a couple of the NPCs. <laughs> and I just started ganking the shit out of him from behind. As a rogue, it was like poison, everything. Um, he was just Terrible. Dying left and right. He finally died. And after he died, the escort thing he was escorting to him, I was like, oh, there. Oh. But, um. Uh, well, yeah, you're. You're really soft for a minute there, Mike. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it yeah. was like you disappeared. Oh, well, I think it might be Ben. You might need to turn down the TV sound or something. Something went through. Really? Because I have... I don't know what's going through because I, I'm i just sitting here. I can hear it. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's a little feedback from you. <laughs> huh. I don't know if you have the PS3 on or whatnot. This is hilarious. This is the best radio ever. Sorry, guys. There it goes. It went Sorry, away. You could, you could edit it out. No. Hey, everybody. I'm lazy as shit. Yes, he is. No, I just have my... I think I have my phone right next to to my mic, so that, that's what uh, I was going on. Okay. That's probably it. But, um... So, I was out in uh, Nangard yesterday, and I was fighting a monster, just finished. Some death knight came up and started hitting me. Um, just three levels higher, but as a death knight, should be able to fuck me up pretty quick. Um, the guy was obviously a freaking noob at a death knight. Um, like I just kind of like, I kind of r- ran off a little bit, vanished and sprint, and he hit me, so it brought me back out of vanish. I was like, fuck. So as a rogue, I have a glyph that lets me fall from high places without taking a lot of damage. Plus, I have a skill that lets me do the same thing. So I just jumped off a cliff and landed and lived. So he jumped down after me, not knowing how far it was. (laughs) And he died when he hit. So it affects him because it really affects the the gear. He takes a big damage to all his gear. Sure. So while if I die from getting killed, I don't take that hit. It's just frustrating. So it was funny to jump down, live, and he died, and I just kind of, like, laughed at his body and flew away. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. 
I just laughed. I was like, noob. <laughs> Even though I'm a noob myself, I was like, noob. <laughs> I was like, you should have killed me quick, because I had just gotten done fighting a pretty tough uh, guy out in the field. But I was just laughing at that. No, it, it makes me sometimes wish, though, when I'm doing those quests, that I'm not on a PvP server. It's so annoying sometimes trying to finish quests so to grind and level up when you're constantly worried about the horde coming by. Or vice versa. Yeah, it's just kind of annoying. And the only reason I've done it to somebody is because I've had it done to me. Well, so that makes it okay. <laughs> everybody, in my guild, like, everybody in my guild, like, do it when you see it because they won't think twice about it if they're above you. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> No, like, like when you're up there, like up there in level, and you're like doing quests or whatever, you want to take that opportunity. I mean, granted, if it's just you and that other person, and you're trying to finish something, as long as you have that somewhat mutual respect, and then finish the quest without killing each other, and the other person knows that you're going to leave them alone, then you know they're not going to do anything. Yeah. But once they know, once they start attacking you, then you know gloves is off. You got to have to kick their ass. Yeah, I'm not one of those people to camp. I left. I was like, yeah, I'll leave. <laughs> it happened to me. I thought I was going to get popped yesterday because I was just out mining in an area. <laughs> and so was a level, like, I don't know, it was between 75 and 80 horde. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, he's going to get pissed because I'm taking some of his materials. I'm screwed. So I snuck off to the other side of the map and started mining there and just kind of headed back to towards the town while I was doing it. <laughs> nice. I was like, yeah. That's usually when it happens, when people are trying to grind their skills. That's usually when they'll attack the others so they can't <laughs> take what they want. But, um, other than that, I, pl- I finished Mass Effect 2. Woo woo. Um... I don't know if you guys listened to that Rubble FM where Arthur talked about having to get up and walk away. To no, I missed it. Um, that happened to me. Really? Like, I was sitting there and I was like, I was getting antsy. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I was like, I need a beer. So I got up, walked away, got the beer. Kind of just paced back and forth. And I'm like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? And I was just crazy. Um... I've never had a game do that, where I'm like, I care so much that I'm like, I don't want anybody to die. <laughs> I don't know if I should send this person or that person. So I made my decisions. Um, in the end, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say who, but I lost one, well, one person and something else happened, but I'm not going to say what. I lost mm. one of my teammates and something else happened. Uh, I do want to say... I said this in my review, the final boss was... You guys played through Bioshock, right? No. No. Well, you you guys ever hear the complaints how the, it was like the final boss felt thrown in just to make it a final boss? Uh-huh. Hmm. This game does that. For like really? a brief like five to ten minutes, I realized I was playing a game and not just engrossed into the experience. Um... I'd say that was my major complaint with the game. And considering that complaint didn't come until 37 hours in, <laughs> that's not bad. No, no, it really isn't. And it doesn't affect the fact that I'm extremely excited for the next game. Because um, it sets it up perfectly. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Um, other than that, 
go check out my review. It's up. I tried to include some negatives. <laughs> I tried to include some negatives. Nah, there's, there's some negatives in the game, and I did talk about them. Besides that, I, pl- I started playing a game called Amorous Professor Cherry. It's another one of those hentai games. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. It's okay. It's done by one of the people who are like do my favorite like uh, art in the mm-hmm. games, but the story's cool. It's kind of cute. Not really uh, feeling it like some of the others. Pretty basic story, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. I'm sure people want to hear more, but I'm not going into that because that's yeah. not why I play them. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I can't really mute it too much. <laughs> oh god. Ugh. Best show ever. <laughs> Did I tell you guys? I don't know if it was on the last show that played when I was on vent with some of the wow guys. Mm-mm. All oh, you note. heard was my coworker laugh because he's heard it before, and the other guys all to go, "What the." F- Fuck was that shit? <laughs> yeah, you told us that before. <laughs> oh, man. So. But yeah, no, we still feel that way. It's still fun. No, you feel that way, Brian, because Ben <laughs> I'm sure it's a an excellent, you know, anime that, you know. <laughs> I want to get the "Please Don't Go" song by CL and Minzy on my phone. Oh God. Yeah, I want to make sure that's my ringtone when we're driving up to Boston. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly... I'm going to play that song, like, at least 20 times. Uh, <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone has a deagle, please send it over, and I will give you the address. Oh, well, yeah, did we get any uh, emails? At binbin uh, at agocast.com. Winbin. <laughs> <laughs> win win. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot the check. Win win. I know. I forgot the check. While I look at that, Ben, why don't you let us know what you've been playing? I've been playing or trying to with with all the homework I had last week. I've been playing very little uh, games up until a couple of days ago, really. <clears throat> Anyways, I've been playing a little bit more of the Star Trek Online right now. Um, I'm just trying to getting as much uh, gameplay as I can with that game. But every single time I, I do, like all the missions are different. Is that like the same ones over and over again? So I'm really enjoying that a lot. Um, and I am still playing Mass Effect Two. Um, still loving the game. I'm trying. It's. Right now is my mission to beat that game so I don't have to worry about it and I can go on playing any everything else and then go back to Mass Effect later on. Uh, I've been also playing a little, little bit of of, uh, of Mag, uh, like Brian. Uh, actually, was on there with one of um, the editors, uh, David, uh, on the site. Uh, we played five maps, I believe, and nice. we won- I think we won two and won three and lost two. Um. And this one map, I, I went like 15 and 20. I was not too happy about that, so. <laughs> well, it's better than I did a 6-10 once. Oh, really? Yeah. I, was, 
I did butt someone in the face. Like I, I smashed the butt of my gun into someone's face. That felt rewarding. Oh, I bet it. I bet it was. He dropped on the wall. I'm like ha, bang. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was sort of funny because you know I um the last map that we that uh that we were at um we were, me and David were in the same area and we were pre- it the objective was to protect the area so i was you know i was in a uh, in a prone position well more like i was yeah i was laying down and the guy was coming up uh, up the ladder and i i killed him right and i i just can i hear him going oh that just lame someone's over over an a in the corner laying down shooting people i'm like yeah yeah i did my job and you didn't do yours by looking around first. So yeah, some of the it's kind of weird. Like you know, a lot of people say that there's never anyone talking on PSN. And after some of the comments I heard when I was playing, I was like kind of glad that people don't because it was sort of, like just retarded. Welcome it's, to it, Xbox Live. Yeah, exactly. I I felt like I'm like, am I playing Xbox Live right now? Um. I'm, yeah, I don't know if it was just just me or or something, uh, but I didn't experience any any lag or disconnect or anything like that when I was playing the game. So, no. and I have my I have my th- um, PS3 um, hooked up um, via Wi-Fi. So, I don't know. Really, yeah. I can't do Wi-Fi on my PS3, or I'll get like no connection. <laughs> That's weird. I never have a problem. In fact, we even did uh, streaming Netflix, and we have the Wi-Fi, no problems. Yeah, I tried cool. to, when I first unboxed that thing, I tried to do an update via Wi-Fi, and it was like 1% every 20 minutes. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not sitting here all night. So I hardwired that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, uh, like I said, I want to play Mass Effect 2 first and, and beat it and everything, and before I, I'll get more into Mag. I mean, does, does it replace... Um, like Modern Warfare uh, 2? No. I mean, no, not really. I mean, like Brian said, I mean, graphically, it's not up there. I, I, I can understand with, like, 256 people there. But, you know, it's it's really an enjoyable game. I like I like the... You really have to work together. Even though you're not really communicating, like, you can't just wander off on your own. Like, you have to stay within your unit and whatnot. So I, I like that part a lot. Um, other than that, I've been playing uh, a little bit of Vendel's Hearts uh, for a review. For a review, so um, how's that game? It's your typical RTS, you can say. Oh, it's an RTS. No, not. Re- I mean, it's not really. No, or is it a strategy? It's it's strategy. Strategy. Oh, I don't like strategy either. It's, it's like a tactics <laughs> game. Like it's, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics and stuff like that. So damn. It's like that. I mean, graphically, it, I think it could have been better, um, but it does it, it does play really smoothly. So I really like that a lot. And I, you know, it's it has very basic controls. So it it's pretty much like boom, boom, boom. You're good to go. So is there a lot of grinding? Not really. I mean, I'm just in the beginning of the of the story right now, and I haven't really noticed that much grinding. So, I mean, the more I'll play, I'll probably be, uh, you know, be, I'll I'll let you guys know the more I play the game. So, 
Yeah, it was like I started playing uh, Tactics Ogre on the um, on the Game Boy Advanced, and it was great right up until it was like, well, I can't beat the level I'm playing, so I guess I'll just grind out a few levels with skirmishes. Yay. Wow. So other than that, that's what I've been playing. Nice, nice. Yep. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, um, what about Star Trek Online? I thought you were still playing that. I did say that. Oh, did you? Well, yeah. where, are you, where are you at in that game? Um, Right now, because I haven't been really playing, Um, two of my friends that's in the game, I think they're already... At Commander, I'm still at Lieutenant Commander, so I have like ten levels to catch up to them. Wow! Ouch! So, I mean, it, you level pretty fast. The more you quest or whatnot, I mean, they give you like a pretty. They're really like forgiving on giving you a uh, experience after you complete a quest or whatever. So it just, you know, I'll, I'll get up there. I just need to spend more time and, and whatnot in the game in order for me to uh, to catch up to them. So. Like I said, I need to play Mass Effect 2 so I can get this out of my system before I <laughs> spend more time in, the, in with these games. So understand. <laughs> so I'm like, it's my mission. I I want to finish Mass Effect 2 tonight. It's my mission. I'm not sure how far I am right now, but I I, I know I need to scan like a lot of planets still, and I'm not sure whether or not I should do that right now. But yeah, dude, get your shit on the ship upgraded. You know how to get the upgrades for the ship, right? Yeah. You talk to each person you recruit? Yeah. Okay. You got to make sure you talk to them and talk to them about upgrades or else you will never get them. I know. All I'm saying is get those damn things. (laughs) Oh, I think they're not important or anything. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Oh, no, everything's important in that game. (laughs) Look at everything. Something I didn't realize either, I'm not going to say. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I want to bang my head still with the fact I'm off to play through that again to get the right save. Oh. So can you still, like, when you use a save, are you stuck with that? Like, is it gone, or can you use it again? Oh, no, no, you can... Basically, um, just like Mass Effect 1, I played through that game three times and beat it all three times with the same character. They let you import any of those three. Basically, they create this file that saves all the information they need and says, okay, they were this level, they did these choices, this is the one you want to choose. Or do you want to take this one and move this over? Um, Same with Mass Effect 2. You're going to be able to play, like, from the screen it says, do you want to keep playing? After you finish the game, it basically says, do you want to keep playing? Mass Effect 1 didn't do this, but this one you can actually keep playing after the final boss and all. Hmm. And all cool. the story ends. You can keep playing, or you can start a new, okay. and start a new save. I, I only asked like it was like you get a one, you get one chance at this, and then that's it. No. So I, I can go through again with what I've played at this point, and I'm pretty much good to go, and I get like a little boost as well to start the next game. But I maxed out at 30, so I don't know what boost I'll get. Unless I have to re-level. Hmm. Yeah, I hit 30 because I was max level in uh, Mass Effect 1, which gives lets you start at level 5 for Mass Effect 2. 
Which yeah, is cool. I'm at level 21 right now, I think. Damn, nice. So, let's move on to the our next segment, Bargain Bin. What yeah, you got yeah, for yeah. us? This is coming from GameStop.com, and for the PS3, I am bringing to you guys Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, it is a nice little action uh, role-playing game or whatever. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. It's what, a uh, action strategy RPG? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It's, it takes place in what, the 1930s. Europe is divided into two, ruled by the Empire and the Federation. So it almost sounds like Star Trek there for a little bit. But anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, for 1999, you can't really go wrong with it. No. So... Yeah, if you listen to some of our podcasts from last year, you'll hear Brian ranting and raving. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a great game. Still so haven't far. beaten it, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, fi- I actually went and looked to see what I have to do to beat them, and, yeah, I don't... I, yeah. I feel like you basically have to do it in X number of turns, otherwise it becomes nearly impossible. I'm like, oh... Great. Wow, that's crazy. That so, sucks. So, right. Brian, take us on the DL. On the DL, well, um, you're actually going to be kind of surprised. Uh, I'm actually going to Xbox Live for our our, our choice to, uh, to our choice today. So, but you don't have a 360. I'm joking. I don't. <laughs> um, but if you do have a if you do have a 360 and you do have a gold membership, you can get. Um, Turtles in Time Reshelled, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are... Is it considered a reimagining or... I don't know. Whatever. It's pretty much a remake, just better yeah. graphics. Yeah. Um, but you can get it for half price at 400 Microsoft points, so... Yeah. I bought it at 800, and that game's still fun as shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you cannot go wrong half price. I have to agree on that one. So. Alright. I will bring y'all my Netflix picks this week. It is an 80s classic from our childhood. Goonies never say die. Um, Got to go with the Goonies. It hit Netflix uh, instant streaming. If you haven't seen it, what's wrong with you? Yeah, seriously. And I haven't seen it. No, I'm joking. If you have seen it, <laughs> rewatch it anyway. Yeah. It's a classic. I mean, you've got Sean Astin's in it. What's his name? Corey, is it Corey Feldman's in that one? Yep. Um, just a lot of people. And they got, what is it? They have booty traps. You mean yeah. booby traps. That's why I said booty traps. Booty traps? <laughs> yeah, data. Oh. <laughs> Don't, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, I know, I Go know. check out the Truffle Shuffle. <laughs> the Truffle Shuffle. Ellie. Do it. Yeah, Goonies was awesome. I have to highly recommend that to anybody. And even if you have kids, it's a good movie for them too, so. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely be showing my kids. How many of you guys have seen the director's version with the octopus in the water? Uh, I have not seen octopus uh, in the water. I saw it a long time ago, because I remember watching it in the Air Force with some friends, and I was like, dude, where's the octopus? They're like, there's no fucking octopus. I was like, dude, no, I saw an octopus when I was watching this. So, 
we looked it up online and there was an octopus version. One of the guys found it and we watched that one again. <laughs> nice. And I was like, I told you. I was, I was like, I knew I wasn't crazy. <laughs> like, we already know you're crazy, but in a different way. True. Very true. <laughs> Uh, That's my Netflix picks this week. Let's oops. jump right into our topic of discussion for this episode. It should have been last episode, but okay. Hey, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it would have been like a two, two and a half hour episode at that point. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to kill kill you people. Um, so we're going to talk about sequels. Um, one thing that kind of bugged me is... Uh, we had this set up for last episode, which we recorded... What was it, the second? And I just listened to Last Rebel FM and they covered this exact fucking topic. Oh, are you serious? I'm not kidding. But we're going to do it here as well, for those who don't listen to Rebel FM. I was like, you motherfuckers. (laughs) They're listening to us. They're taking our ideas. Yeah. No way. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we had that kind of rep. Yeah, no, right. Someday something, something. Um, Makes Homer go crazy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't mind if I do. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to discuss sequels. Um, Basically, how do you view sequels? Um, Do you actually see the difference between some of the series that do it, or you just feel like it's just a rehash? Or do you see as it offering like true continuity, or hey, do you prefer one or the other? Do you prefer one that continues the story? Or do you just want the same thing you played last time, just a little different? Um, I'm pretty sure there's differences there. I don't know where we fall into it yet, but why don't we start off? Um, just a basic overview. What do you guys like of how you feel about that? Which do you prefer and whatnot? Hmm. Well, for me, I want, I want something like Mass Effect 2, where the story continues. Um, even Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 sort of did it that way, where you know it took place like odd amount of years after the first game, and it sort of continues in the single player mode. I want to know like when the story progresses and whatnot, and what you know what's going on. Like when you first play the game, all the way up to the to the end of the recent one. I don't want a game like Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 where you have pretty much the same game and just the lack of story in it. It, it makes no sense. I, I, I hate games like that. The, the Final Fantasy series, I I don't really see each one of them as a sequel. They're they pretty much all like their own experience um, yeah. with each, each title. So I don't really consider those sequels at I'd all. I'd say Final Fantasy, yeah. They have numbers after them, but they don't fall into either the rehash or true continuity. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't I don't count those. It, that's because the in, in the terms of the word sequel, it's more like this is the next one in this universe. Yeah, and a lot of the JRPG RPGs in Japan, like all the Tales games, they're not true sequels, and they're all in different universes. Oh, so. rarely do they have true sequels like Tales of Symphonia one and two. Yeah. Um. But a lot of times you just see them, and they're just brand new experiences. As for me. I tend to prefer continuity. Very rarely do I just want to rehash. Um, for a while there, I liked that with like Dynasty Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just stopped because I got burned out. 
But the latest Dynasty Warriors is adding online co-op, so it might be time to revisit the well. <laughs> I'm actually kind of interested. I've been meaning to download the demo to Strike Force, but I just... I'll tell you, if it's got online co-op, that's going to make that game so much better. It should have had that on Xbox One. <laughs> See, I, 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 how, do we know how many people that we can have co-op? Because you know how big the game, the, like those maps are. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure it's only going to be two to four at best. Yeah, I'll even know. take it and be a two people co-op though, because mm-hmm. that's what I used to play on the Xbox. Like, so games like that can work as long as they're not being put out constantly. Yeah. And given significant upgrades, which that game has not. <laughs> that game's been put out to death. They even threw in Gundam to try to change it up, and it didn't work. Only suckers, I mean, Gundam fans fell for that one. Oh, <laughs> only <right>. Ben. And <laughs> yeah, only me. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot you're a Gundam fan. I apologize for that one. No, Wait. no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not you, sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, like Ben said, games like Mass Effect, the series like Mass Effect, where it continues, or I'm not a fan of it, but Bioshock 2 is continuing the story and basically the history and stuff of Rapture. Um, Assassin's Creed, the one and two. Assassin's Creed, sort of. Sort of, but they sort of tied it. It sort of tied in. Yeah. It's got ties, but I wouldn't call it pure continuity until that thing's fully hashed out, because it's kind of tough. It's like you're playing a whole different character with little sequences and that deal with uh, the guy in present. But the thing is, that whole second game was like, they took the first game, got rid of everything people complained about, and tried to make it better, which supposedly they did. You loved it, Ben. They they, uh, they really did, because it was just like, it wasn't the same three damn missions that you did in the per- in the first game. Like, it didn't matter what city you were in. Yeah. It, it was just the, just the three same missions that you did, you know. And in the second one, it was pretty much... Okay, you can do either this quest now, this quest. You actually had choices to which to which quest you want to complete. You like you get you had like side quests that you can do, or you can stick with the main storyline quest. So that, that that's why I like the second one a lot. Yeah. Um. So then you have games like even God of War three or God of War series coming out. God of War three picks up exactly where the last game left off. Halo's done that. Um, it's nice to see games like that that continue that continuity. Um, but I do have to agree with like Left 4 Dead. It's kind of like the same game, rehashed with some improvements and new characters. Yeah, but I don't feel like Left 4 Dead starts pretending like it's some kind of, you know, story-driven... I agree, but Left 4 Dead 2 just is not as much fun. Even with the new Infected... I don't feel like playing as, like, the human characters has the same feel that it did in Left 4 Dead 1. No. It. I think part of my problem with that is they added three new um, infected, but it doesn't seem like there's any significant upgrades to the human players besides having melee weapons. I, I thought it just came out too soon, to be honest. Uh, see, that doesn't bother me. My I, problem was that there wasn't enough upgrade to the other side, so when you play a versus match, I'm always like, God, I just wish we'd die as the human so I can play as the infected again. <laughs> Which I've done before. I've actually sat there, and we've shot ourselves dead 
in the safe house. Oh, really? Just to take over as the infected, grief them, kill them. And we've actually won because they don't get the points for killing us. <laughs> kind of fucked up, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. But no, like, um... I don't know. It It's tough. It depends on the type of series. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. And and I, I, I did think about this, and I kind of wanted to bring it up to you guys. Like, like what Ben said, is there something where we're, you know, told that you, you know... We're not allowed to have a, we're not allowed to play, you know, or we're not allowed to like a sequel that comes out X number of days or X number of years before, you know, after the last one. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not at least, you know, 18 months, you know, this is going to be a crappy game. Well, I kind of have to say there's two sides to it. When it's a continuity story, I think it's okay. But when it's a rehash, you don't want to play the same game. That just feels like you're playing a slightly upgraded version of the last one. Like for, if Mass Effect 1 came out, or let's say Mass Effect 2 the way it is now, and Mass Effect 3 comes out within a year, mm-hmm. I would not complain. I'm ready to continue that story. And that's the key word right there. I'm ready to continue that story. Not the game, but the story as a whole. I want to know what happens next. <laughs> like that's my big thing. And that's where it kind of, changes, because you have the one where do I just want to keep playing the same game over again. Like Call of Duty, you have freaking every year a new Call of Duty game is coming out. Right. With different studios, and it's like, fuck, I just picked up Call of Duty 4 again off Guzex to come in, because I'm tired of Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> like, there's just too much shit going on with Modern Warfare 2 online multiplayer, and everybody I know is kind of switching back to Call of Duty 4 right now. I haven't really played Modern Warfare 2 since that that warning you gave me about uh, the hackers going in. I'm like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not touching it. I'm not playing it. I don't care. I agree. You know, it, it you know, it, it wasn't like how it was in Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare One, where it's like kept on playing all the time or whatever. And you know, if I didn't play, I, I was like, you know, itching or whatever. But no, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two is like, eh, whatever. And that's I think part of the problem with sequels, like. They don't always have the same oomph, and there's a prime example right there. Infinity Ward added all this shit to make it this grand, spectacular sequel to their online multiplayer, and in my opinion, it was just way too much. Um, in Call of Duty 4, it was basically like, you're either good or you're not, and that's how you're going to be able to level up quickly. In this one... You could be completely awful and just keep dying and dying, but somehow you're still gaining enough experience to keep leveling up. And yeah. but the problem is, is people like uh, some people we know, uh, I'm not going to mention anyone like me, uh, needs that because I like I really blow. I mean, like it's I'm just not good at console shooters. I, I yeah, but there's no reason for you to practice and get better. I'm not saying you can't reward them. But they shouldn't be getting, like, such big rewards for not doing well in the actual part of the game that's competitive. Hmm. And that's what I'm trying to say here. They just added so much that you kind of don't have to, and you will level up at a decent rate. Just don't see it rewarding the people, except that you get there slightly faster. Just about. 
Maybe there should be a new type of, uh, you know, leveling thing. Yeah, I just... Or, yeah, add in, like, a bonus for those that do well in other aspects. Like, I don't care if it's just skins or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Or give them avatar clothing on the 360 or home clothing on the PS3. I don't care. Something. But give bonuses to those. But I've kind of wanted to go back to Call of Duty 4, which to me is the better online game. Because I don't have to worry about so much going on in there. Like That's the thing. That's another thing with sequels. Do games sometimes try to amp it up to go so big it just kind of too much and does it happen often yeah that's a very valid possibility yeah. because, and is part of it our own fault for demanding so much needing so much yeah you know like because if you know if it isn't like the greatest game ever everyone's like oh my god this is crap well, I, it, could be, it could be like an 8 you know, like on on like Metacritic or whatever, and and people are like, oh, this is the worst game ever. You're like, but dude, it got an eight. Yeah, it's worth buying. I agree. I think anything eight or up is worth buying. I mean, not not that Metacritic's an excellent example. Yeah. of, You know, whatever. But you know, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Well, I've noticed a lot of eights and eighty ratings for Bioshock too. Oh really? And I'm going. That's still a good. Um, score for a sequel that's not pretty much made by the same team that did the first one yeah. or and wrote the first one that I'm like that's a damn good store a uh, store damn good score <laughs> and I already saw it when I saw all those 80s and 8s I was like 2k is not going to be happy with that score no and no. I'm going but that's they should be happy with that score but Things like Metacritic and the companies that follow that have turned a score like that into such a horrible thing. So have the fans. The fans flip out if a game of theirs doesn't get a perfect score. Right. What was it? Anthony Gallegos over at GameSpy gave Uncharted 2 a 4.5 out of 5, and the same for like ODST, and the Uncharted 2 fans blew up. And I'm like... What? That, that's a good score. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this is a whole different topic now that I'm thinking well, about. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. But there's another one, Uncharted 2. There's a game where they made improvements, but they didn't make, in my opinion, all the right ones. Um, the gun battles were still way too much, not enough puzzles, and the story continuity was kind of not... There wasn't much story continuity. It was like a whole new, different story. Which I guess is similar to the way uh, Tomb Raider does it. Well, the only thing they brought back was like the main female character from the first one and brought her over to the second one. Yeah, and Sully's back. Yeah. It would have been nice to have more throwback than having them just meet up again. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I want to go back to what, you know, Brian said, like, you know, how long can we wait for a, a game to be, re- you know, released in the sequel? Well, we're still waiting for StarCraft Two and Diablo Three, and Half Life Episode Three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Half Life Episode you know. Three. 
I, I think it's actually coming. No. They might as well hey. just they might as well just call it Half Life Three. I think. I'm still waiting for Duke Nukem Forever. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I don't care. And Jade Empire too. Actually, mm. uh, in the um, chat today with the guys from uh, Dante's Inferno, guy was actually saying he's like, "No, seriously, I'm still waiting for it." <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I will wait. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will play it unfinished if they want to put it out. Just give me fucking Duke Nukem. <laughs> Somebody will mod extra levels for that to finish the game. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they did it for the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was some great multiplayer. Okay, you know what? No, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, yeah we are. <clears throat> <laughs> It, now, now, are we talking more about sequels now? Because, honestly, how many new IPs have there really been recently? Well, that's the thing. The other thing is sequels are really starting to take over the market. Yep. Um, and is that a good thing? I'm not sure it is. Um, to a point, it depends yeah. on what, like, the same it thing. It depends, like, when it comes to a game... Not to keep bringing it up, but Mass Effect or something where you're kind of like continuing the story or the next game's going to finish the story like supposedly God of War 3 is. I think it's okay. But when they continuously go, what Dynasty Warriors hit seven just regular numbered ones, not to mention spinoffs? I mean, it gets to the point where it's like, how do these people keep making games and who are the people that are being enablers for them to keep making this game. Mm-hmm. When are we, as the consumers, going to say, enough is enough, I'm not buying this game every year? Here's here's a thing, sports games. Yep. Every year, I've said, fuck it, I'm not buying Madden anymore. I didn't buy it last year. Because I got it off Guzex and I realized I'm, that I was right in my decision. How many times are we going to buy this game for small upgrades and roster changes? Yeah, roster changes you can download for free. Yeah. Supposedly, and until, until the next one comes out. Yeah. Now, EA's kind of been screwing customers at this point. Madden 10 was the newest game. They've just shut down or about to shut down the 2009 servers for online play. <laughs> The sad thing is, everybody bitched, but I bet you they all buy Madden 11 next year. Yep. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm sure. But those will. are sequels. Like, people will say, oh, it's just sports in the season. But technically, you've made 11 games. It's technically a sequel. <laughs> well, it's way more than that, dude. I mean, they've been, there's been Madden since 93. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just been around forever. What was it? 20th edition just came out? 21st this year, or is it the 20th this year? I thought this was the 20th. I could be wrong. No, last year was the 20th. That was the Brett Favre cover. Uh, actually, okay, that 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 commercial was actually kind of funny. There you go. Yes, I have to agree. We're going to go back to the Super Bowl topic. That Brett Favre <laughs> thing holding up that trophy like 20 years later, or 10 yeah. years later, was just yeah. too fucking funny. He's like, you know... Being older than all the players, the coaches. Yeah. Pretty much everyone. Like, yeah. The owners. Pretty much everyone. It's hard to take orders. 
<laughs> and he's all gray haired and got a yeah. trophy that has a hologram on it. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm going to retire next year. What? Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm fired. Yeah, it, let's come down to what do gamers as a whole want from sequels? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough decision. I, I, think it, I think it comes down to like to the mostly down to the individual consumer, really, whether or not they can if they feel like they need to continue on with the story or not. Like with you and Mass Effect Two, and you know with with three coming in like what I'm guessing a couple of years. I think three is going to come out um, within the next eighteen months, yeah, according I, to Bioware. Yeah. They said the first one took a while. They made the improvements that they needed to make on this one, and they're ready to go with the next one. They said they are already working on it. Nice. Um, I, I heard holiday next yeah. year. Considering... So we might be able to see maybe yeah. a, an announcement of Mass Effect 3 at E3 this year? Possible. Possible. Um, but no, the thing is with... Uh, Mass Effect, you gotta imagine, Mass Effect 2 took two discs. The first one took one disc. <laughs> I can bet you they probably have at least a quarter of the next game done. Because um, I can only imagine if they had to make it two discs, what they probably could have possibly done. <laughs> I bet you they have more than maybe even a quarter done. I, I've heard rumors that there's a lot finished on the third game. Well, that's cool. As long as it's not a lot of, and, and here's another here's another topic we can discuss for sequels, like where a sequel is really just more of what they had. Like, oh, we have a lot left over. Let's make a sequel. Yeah, I agree, but I don't think Mass Effect's going to do that. They have. Two I, I'm not saying it would. I just yeah. Mass Effect up. is along the lines of the Star Wars, the original trilogy, in many ways. Wow. So, so are you saying like? Like the Halo series, like oh here's the first three, and we have a little bit more left. So here's ODST, and then we're gonna make reach for you guys. Right, exactly. Yeah. ODST was a nice game. Should have been put out for forty. If it had come out for forty, it'd have been perfect. They threw it. They threw that. Here's everything Halo Three multiplayer for just to make that extra twenty bucks. Exactly. That's all that was, so they could justify it. <laughs> But ODST should have been shipped as a single disc for forty bucks. Um, but here's an interesting question: Do our tastes change for sequels as we get older? Though, as when we were a kid, we'd play the same games as long as it had another number <laughs> after it. Yeah. Whether it was Mega Man, yeah, it was like Mario Brothers, <laughs> well, Super Mario Brothers, um, everything was like, oh, new Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers two. I mean, when we were a kid, we were a lot more accepting of that. Sure. We even played them longer, even if they were shitty sequels, just because we loved the original games. Um, I don't know. I think as we get older, we expect more to challenge us. And I think, I think as we get older, we don't want more of the same. We want 
a continuation of the story. I know for me personally, that's what I want. I want a continuation of the story. So, so the, the only example I can think of is like the Legend of Zelda series. They don't really have a number. They just have different titles after Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda's rehash. It's yeah. practically the same game with different mechanics and a different setting. I mean, that's what Legend of Zelda to me is. And a different look to the game. Uh, I'm guessing Brian's going to disagree. I'm yeah, gonna... I'm going to go ahead and have to disagree with that. <laughs> How? I, I, I will say that they, every have, game. they have gone to the well um, on a certain on, on a few instances where they really have. Um, and I think, one I think this one that's going to come out next is on the Wii. I think this is really going to be the make one break. Zelda title that breaks from the mold besides the second one. Um, you know, honestly, I haven't played the CDI one. That um, doesn't count. That was a <laughs> shitty ass game. Hey, you. <laughs> hey, you know, you said it. I just. Uh, no, I. I well, it's I don't think the, the first one game. really sits to that exactly. To that, um, it's really a link to the past over and over again. Um, yeah. I don't know. Go, don't forget what the laser disc Zelda game. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. <laughs> That was a CDI. Yeah. Um, but no, every game I didn't hear since the link to the past is just the exact same thing. Different mechanics, different setting, and a different look to it. When are you going to try something new? Well, um, when you're that successful, do you need to try something new? I don't think they're having the success that they used to, though. Uh, I think you'd be surprised at the number of Spirit Tracks that were sold. Although Spirit Tracks really is actually a better game than Phantom Hourglass was. Period. Yeah, but I also listen to what people are saying, and I don't think a lot of people are as like shock and awed by Zelda as they were on the Nintendo 64. Well, of course not. Which the first time in were some in- of the worst games in the series. Oh, no. Come on. Ocarina of Time was a joke. Oh, you're you're fired. (laughs) Ocarina of Time was fucking awful. You're dumb. No. No, Ocarina of Time I thought was pretty good. Majora's Mask was pretty bad. No, I I had a copy, a gold um, N64 cartridge of Ocarina of Time, and I remember drop-kicking that shit. Punting. So good. So awful. So good. How was it bad? All the Zelda games since Link of the Past have just been boring oh, shit out of me. Ridiculous. So good. Horrible. <sighs> now, what about games that aren't really sequels? Do you like the prequel ones where they're like, hey, we're going to show you the original, kind of like what happens before, like Crisis Core did for Final Fantasy VII? Badly, I might say. <laughs> it was fun at first until you keep playing and playing and you're like, Alright, I can't take this game anymore. But do you like games that take you the opposite way? Um, or maybe something that's a side story? I don't know. Have you hmm. played the uh, the Mass Effect for the iPhone? Or the iPod? Um, I have not. I, it's, you have to have an iPhone or an iPod Touch. Yeah. <clears throat> I was wondering if you, if you did or not. Um, Kevin would be the person to talk to for that. But I hear it is... Jacob in that game from Mass Effect 2. 
do believe it deals with his character. Oh, okay. Just like um, the other things that come off, not even just spinoffs of games like this, like the sides or side ones or the prequels. Um, there's not many that do that. Some do. I mean, if it's a pre a prequel, because you know, I, I I'm guessing that's what Halo Reach is. It's is pretty much is almost like a prequel. Yeah. I mean, as long as they tell the story right. And the gameplay is is you know pretty decent and whatnot. Then you know I don't I don't mind it. Really, so, couldn't that go for any game though? Like pretty I mean, much, yeah. If any game is good, I mean you're gonna play it, you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. What about games that take their? This is gonna be weird because that take it to the next level of actually leaving the video game medium. Oh, like to movies and whatnot. Not the movies. Unless they continue the stories. I think some of it does. Some of them will bring out books or whatnot that tell the story afterwards. They've been doing that for... Well, they've been doing that for some, quite some time now. Yeah. Especially with like with the Warcraft and the Starcraft. They they came up with books afterwards and whatnot to continue on with the quote-unquote storyline. Or, or, or actually more of the, the lore of the game. So... No, I don't mind it. I mean, they, I they think do those that. things are great. Yeah, I, I mean, they do that for you know for the Star Wars. They did that for yeah, well, a, Mass a lot, Effect a lot of it. it. Yeah, so, so does know. Dragon Age. Bioware does a good job with doing that. Yeah, I mean, as long as they you know, as long as it, it attracts people into continue on with the lore of the game, no, I don't mind it at all. Okay. But but if they if they release like a crappy ass movie and whatnot, then yeah. Well, the reason why I bring this up is because this is one thing that is that happens in Mass Effect too. A lot of the games, they have these stories that continue lore and stuff, but in Dragon Age Origins and Mass Effect 2, when you're playing, if you've read the books, there will be times things are mentioned that happen in those books. Like, when I first heard that in Dragon Age Origins, and even one of the characters in there is from the first Dragon Age book, like, he's one of the main characters. I was like, that's awesome, because Dragon Age Origins is pretty much like a sequel to the book. Interesting. And yeah. Mass Effect 2, they have the first book that came out, um, I believe it was called, was it Ascension? Or is it the second one? I don't know. Um, the first one that came out was basically a prequel where it told Captain Anderson's story. And how, what, how him and Saren had their history. Right. And then the next book that came out was kind of like a side story that happened right after the first game where you kind of learn about the elusive man and Cerberus that you deal with in Mass Effect 2. And there's times during Mass Effect 2, they'll say something and you're like, I was like, holy shit, that's from the book. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome that they're willing to bring it all together. I think my only caveat is that there should be some way in a game in the game itself to allow you to actually under like so that you can understand. Um, um actually they do that in Mass Effect 2. I'm not saying they didn't. All no, I'm but saying... you can actually buy like in the stores it'll say Mass Effect Ascension, Mass Effect the other title and you can buy them and it tells you a quick blurb of the actual book that you can buy in the stores of what it's about. Oh, okay. So it's kind of cool. 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not fair if you're, you know, if you are expecting people and requiring people to read some book. Oh, no, it's never, like, something that they mention that needs a lot of explaining anyway. Yeah. But it's something that if you've read the books, it's kind of like, hey, you remember this part of the book, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, hey, this is mentioned. Um, In fact, the comic book that's out right now for Mass Effect is um kind of like the story for the character Liara in between 1 and 2. That's coming to trade paperback in June. Mm-hmm. So I Wait. like the fact that they're not just making sequels, but they're expanding the whole universe. And as they move along the sequel to sequel, that continuity is there. And like I was saying, when I was bringing up, when you were a kid, you didn't mind playing the same game over again with different things. But as we get older, I believe... We as gamers, sometimes we like doing that. Like when new Super Mario Bros. Wii come out, we don't mind playing the same game over again because that nostalgia is there and it's fun when they change up and add four players and stuff. Yeah. But as we get older, are you guys noticing what I'm noticing, that I want more continuity? I want a better story across every game in that series? Like I want to know when I'm going into the sequel that I'm playing more of what I've already been playing. Not as in gameplay. I think for me now, sequels has come down to, it's not just gameplay, I want more of the story. Make me I think. definitely think things need are being more story-driven, and I think that's a good thing. I agree. And I think that's one of the good things. You know how you were saying, are we having too many sequels? I think that's one of the good things we're seeing now, is the fact that sequels are becoming more story-driven. It's not, they, I think they've realized they can't get away with, let's just keep putting out this game over and over again, because Dynasty Warriors, I don't know how they make money off those things. Oh, I'm but, sure they do. No, I'm <laughs> sure they do, but mostly from probably parents who don't know any better, or kids are, are probably the ones playing those games, when you think about it. But considering the average gamer is now like 28, 29, I think that's shown in the fact that sequels now are becoming more mature and carrying on stories. I don't think we're seeing a lot of, or maybe we just don't notice them as we get older, of sequels doing the same thing. Even games that aren't sequels, but fall into that genre like Dead Space. It comes out for the Wii and it tells another part of the story. Yeah, that was actually a prequel, I believe. Yeah. Which I'm actually, especially after listening to going over a few episodes of uh, Rebel FM. I kind of regret not having played it. Yeah, they seem to love that game, but it sold, what, 200,000 copies? <laughs> oh, I don't even think it's that much. Or is it 70,000? I don't remember. Yeah, it was some really, really tiny number. Welcome to the Wii, folks. Yep. You're not getting your mature games there any longer. <laughs> nope. But, um... So what are your guys' final things? Sequels, good? Bad? So or it needs to right be now. in moderation. <clears throat> I'll take actually I'll take that one in moderation, because if you give give, give me too many sequels, it's sort of a lot of information I have to remember. You mean like last November? <laughs> yeah. Or last fall, I should say. <clears throat> yeah. a, a lot of story that you have to try to remember from the first one is like, you know, I remember trying to play Assassin's Creed as you know, as fast as I can before the second one came out, and I was like, 
you know what? Screw it. I'll just I'll just play the second one. Yeah. You know. And it's like you know I I. I after playing the uh, the first Mass Effect, I was like, you know, I still remember a lot of the of the story. So I, you know, I hopped on to uh to play Mass Effect two, and I remember you know everything that was that was going on from the past. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, in, in moderation, it's always a good thing, yeah. but don't just slam it all, <laughs> slam it to us all at one time. Yeah, I think the only thing I'll add to that is I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on a like per per game basis, you know, I'm really going to keep it to something subjective just because I, I mean, there are some sequels where I've played them and I'm like, this is amazing. I have to admit, I'm a little, as much as I love Super Mario Galaxy, I'm a little concerned about number two and it being the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, I want to say I look for sequels now that are and I'm not going to include JRPGs because as we went over, sequels there don't re- really constitute sequels for the most part. Um, but I I look for story continuity at this point. I gotta have like just something that ties in with the first game. Let me know that all the time I spent with the first game was well worth it when I play your sequel. So. If it doesn't tie in, I tend to get bored kind of quick. I'm kind of like, oh, here we go again. This doesn't even make a difference. <laughs> and everybody knows I rant and rave about Mass Effect too, But <laughs> that's because the first one drew me into the universe. I continued it with the books. And Mass Effect 2 did such a great job in continuing that story. And I, that's the sequels I'm looking for. I do want to say one thing to our listeners out there. Please, every time you turn around, stop saying... I'm not saying everybody does this, but if you are one of those who always looking forward for that next sequel to one of the big games that came out, try one of those new IPs. Mm-hmm. Mirror's Edge came out, Dead Space came out, and did not do that well. Thank God both are getting sequels. I'm not a fan of Dead Space. I tried it. I gave it a shot. But don't forget to try out the new IPs. Don't be afraid of them. Or all we're going to have at some point is sequels. Yeah. And you're going to get burned out real quick. So try that new IP out. Bayonetta or other games like Darksiders. Give them a shot. That's all I'm saying. Don't be afraid. No, I Brian completely... thinks you should be afraid of Bayonetta. I think you should enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think actually... every person should make a decision for themselves. <laughs> I have that actually coming in from Gamefly, so I have it. I should have it here by like Thursday. Nice, you'll enjoy that game, man. <laughs> I enjoyed the. I did. I enjoyed the the demo actually. I like the thought, demo too. I thought the demo. I thought the demo was actually very good. Yeah. So. That's our discussion on sequels, people. If, yeah, if you have more, want to say more, yeah. post in the comments or uh, send us an email. Yep, agricast at agrogamer.com. Yep. Send us, we will read it on air. Seriously, no, really, send it. <laughs> yeah, you have questions, too, on anything, not just that. Send them, send them to us. Um, you know how to find us. 
all those places, whether it's Quiglin for Brian, Church 4252 for Ben, or G Nitro for me. And once again, we'll go down our um, character names for the MMOs we're playing because we know there's some listeners out there. Brian? Yep, catch me as uh, Malkior on the Arkenstone server if you play Lord of the Rings online. Ben? Uh, you can find me at Star Trek Online as Hoka, H-O-U-K-A, at Church4252. And you can find me on WoW as Chisame on Frostwolf Server Alliance. If you don't know how to spell that, it's C-H-I-S-A-M-E. Do you want to spell yours, Brian? Uh, Yeah, Melchior is M-A-L-C-H-I-O-R. Yeah, you probably definitely want to see Frostwolf. <laughs> Alliance. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> you're, you're on Sever, right? Yes, I'm on, I'm on Sever. Right. And if you play Mag and you play Sever, uh, look for us. And actually, if you play Mag and you're on Sever and you guys want to, check out Guzex has their own little clan going. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, my PSN is a whole lot different than... than yeah, your my... PSN's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in a nice way. Yeah. And Ben? Yes. Come to Frostwolf. No. Yes. <laughs> no. He's not. He doesn't play Alliance. He'll like it. I. No, I. I do play the Alliance whenever my friends play Alliance, but I hate the Alliance. It's awesome. I actually have liked questing better on the Alliance side than the Horde side. I guess I'm. I'm different because I like questing on the Horde side than I do on the Alliance side. I don't know, I just have enjoyed it a lot more. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, if you, let me tell you one thing. If you're hoarding on the Alliance and you kill me, I will kill you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but don't take your games too seriously, kids. <laughs> yes, I, I, don't, I don't take my games seriously at all. <laughs> but seriously, he'll cut you. <laughs> That's just because I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but yeah, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, folks. Check out the website as always, agrogamer.com. Look for news and reviews. Yeah. And don't forget to follow the Agrogamer Twitter, twitter.com slash agrogamer. Um, hoping soon to get more codes out there to be given away. Especially with packs coming up. Hopefully we can get some for some games, hopefully. 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 Well, we'll see, though. Say it again, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think I can trust that enough. I mean, if if everyone, if anyone really wants a game, I, I have an unwrapped copy of, of Hello Kitty Online if anyone wants it. Wow. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take it. You take it? I'll yeah. try it. Oh, actually, I have a, I actually have a friend I, uh, that would play that. <laughs> really? Yep. Actually... <laughs> She's a huge Hello Kitty fan. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, we'll, we'll talk off, off of here. And, all right. <laughs> Actually, Stephanie, a.k.a. Clover, her and I talked about that on the early episodes of the podcast. Oh, God. Because <laughs> we were like, holy shit, they're making a Hello Kitty online game. <laughs> yeah, eight ridiculous. gigs. What? Eight gigs. Eight gigs. Yes. That can be eight gigs about those cartoon characters. No, I don't know, but it's eight gigs. I'm going to go play it. <laughs> I couldn't play that without feeling dirty. That's all I gotta say. Wait, 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 wait. That's what makes you feel dirty? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah. 
Okay. The dating sim games doesn't make you feel dirty, but Hello Kitty does. Yes. I, uh, we need to talk, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> what? Now it's time for an intervention. <laughs> dating sim games are fun. Oh, God. You have dolls that you can take their their shirts off, but Hello Kitty makes but you feel dirty. You dirty. can, but I don't. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, good I should have said that anybody who comes by my house, I, hey, is this the one? No! Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop touching that! <laughs> oh, God, knowing uh, you, yeah, you probably would just say that. Stop touching that, assholes. All right, well, yeah, I'm going to go back to WoW and go quest some. Actually, right. I'm going to call work and see if I'm off again. Another day! Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. tired of being snowed in. Fuck the snow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely cool with uh, no more snow. Yeah, and they're calling for at least two more storms of this. Damn. <sighs> uh, Other <good> sigh. <sighs> uh, God, hopefully I I get this job over in Vegas. <laughs> we'll yep. have to deal with the snow. Well, good luck to Ben. And remember, if you want to win-win... No... <laughs> email agrocast at com. God. and we'll try to hook you up with a date if you're going to PAX that'll be the best time yeah really we can we can all go out that night oh god I'm gonna talk to people over at SFX 360 they're holding a party so. are they? yeah so I'm yeah. gonna talk to them actually uh, Rob Weltner from um, CoinOp TV just mentioned to me uh, if I knew them and I was like I've I heard of the name, but... Well, I talked to um, Lady J, and I actually I met her husband at um, E3. I was oh, hanging okay. out with him, and that's when I met the TQ cast. You came up. Well, I met the TQ yeah. cast, but... Yeah, he was there as well, and um, so pretty cool. Definitely look forward to going to that party, and if you're going to PAX East, we'll hook you up with Ben at that party, so that's win-win. No. No. Just put that in the subject line. Agrocast at agrogamer.com. Win win. Just it's W I N space and then his last name N G U Y E N. Win win. So shoot an email if you'd like to date no, Ben. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot them with email. Just shoot Please. me instead. No. Just <laughs> shoot an email and we'll hook you up at the party. Trust me. Good times. Better you than me. Just riding in my car, so. (laughs) No, that's what I'm going to be hearing about throughout the whole car ride. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Uh, And you're going to be here, please don't go. Make it to stay. (laughs) Yeah. Seal Uh, and What? Let's ride. Ride. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Win win. Agricast. Agrigamer.com. Yes. No. Right. I hope it no. worked out. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> oh, All right. Well, we're out. Win win, Agricast. Peace. Peace. Kill me now, please.